Welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Colin Morgan. Listen, are you tired of not living a fulfilling life? Do you believe you deserve more? Do you want more? Is it finally your time? If yes, then stick around. I welcome you to the Daily Grind. Today's podcast is brought to you by Talkable. Talkable is changing the way companies acquire and retain customers by quantifying and accelerating the oldest marketing channel ever. And my favorite, word of mouth. They don't just build refer-a-friend programs. They make sure that they're successful. Talkable helps e-commerce companies grow through targeted referral programs, leveraging insights from your customers' behavior. You're going to get 10 times the ROI from a referral program out there. You're going to ensure that you hit your sales goals next year and you have a referral program that is tailored to your business. Referral programs out there are the best way to grow your business. I can tell you from experience here on the Daily Grind, this is how we built the podcast. This is how we built the brand is 100% through word of mouth referrals. Talkable out there makes it super simple because they're the most advanced referral platform on the market and manage plans come with a dedicated team of experts to optimize your program. All these plans have an advanced A-B testing suite, so you can test everything, whether that's a $20 bid or 25% offer, to how the referral program is messaged to new customers. You can see detailed customer insights with an advanced reporting suite to understand how customers are interacting with your referral program. This is amazing, guys. Be sure that you guys check out dailygrind.talkable.com where you're going to book a free demo and see how this amazing company can benefit your business. If you have a business, specifically in e-commerce, give this a shot, guys. I'm telling you, it's going to absolutely accelerate what it is that you're doing. Again, dailygrind.talkable.com. So that's spelled T-A-L-K-A-B-L-E dailygrind.talkable.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, we are sitting down with Michelle Scalar. Michelle is the conference director with Cube Business Media. Michelle is organizing the SAS North 2019 conference in Ottawa, Ontario, 
that will take place from November 26th and 27th at the Shaw Center. SaaS North is Canada's largest software-as-a-service conference for companies scaling up and will feature over 70 high-profile guest speakers and over 1,700 attendees from over 600 companies. Conferences like SAS North represent an important opportunity to accelerate the innovation ecosystem by bringing together aspiring and successful entrepreneurs, showcasing their journeys, and providing hands-on training and networking opportunities. SAS North encourages collaboration and connects startups with potential investors who are eager to put their capital behind new technologies that can change the world. Everyone, as always, be sure you have a pen, piece of paper, sit back, and really dive deep in today's interview with Michelle Scalar. Michelle Scalar, welcome to The Daily Grind. Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic, Michelle. How are you? Excellent. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Where, where are you calling from, Michelle? Uh, Vancouver. Beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. It's beautiful yeah. there. Of course. Well, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. Michelle, for people kind of being first introduced to you, who you are, what you do, give us a little rundown of, of who you are and what it is that you do. Yes. So I am the director of conferences for a company called Cube Business Media. And we own and operate four conference brands across the country, of which SAS North is one of them. Um, we do two others um, or one other in tech, which happens in Vancouver and Toronto on kind of the mergers and acquisitions side called Tech Exit. Uh -huh. um, we do one called the Business Transitions Forum. So mergers and acquisitions for non-tech companies. And then we do a, a trade show um, in retail. So I kind of work on anything to do with conferences and content and marketing um, SAS North is, is the biggest, um, and definitely a team favorite. How long have you been doing this for? So I've been with cube, um, for about, uh, 21 months. Okay. <laughs> and then this is for SAS North. This is year four, correct? Yes. This is year four for SAS North. And so it's my second year in my term here. Very cool. What, what were you doing before this? I come from a background um, as an entrepreneur, um, marketer, communications, PR in tech, um, co-founded a, a company um, many years ago, a tech company with my then boyfriend, now husband, um, small acquisition, but uh, not a lot of knowledge around um, how to exit tech companies the way we understand that today. Of course. Um, and <laughs> and then moved into working on uh, or working with different companies that were really at that scale up stage. So my expertise is working with emerging technology companies that are looking to scale in particular around their, you know, marketing and communication strategies. Very cool. What made you want to get into the event space? Uh, more of a, I guess, a happenstance, if you will, opportunities yeah, yeah. at the time. But I think for me, what I'm super passionate about is ecosystem building and events, um, not always, but certainly ones on a large scope like Assass North um, are really about impacting and bringing together and really galvanizing an ecosystem. And so I'm very passionate about that, especially as far as the, the Canadian um, tech sector is concerned, and this conference has really given me an, an ability to do that. Very cool. So, what is SAS North for? I mean, for people who maybe have heard of it, maybe haven't, what are you looking to try to accomplish with the event? Yes. So, 
for those who may not be familiar with the term SaaS, that stands for software as a service. Um, so these are companies that basically deliver their, um, their service or product, if you will, via the cloud and work on a monthly <clears throat> or annual recurring revenue model. So um, much like you might you know, pay for something in an app store on an yep. ongoing basis, um, that kind of model, if you will. And so it's become something that companies um, have really gravitated towards because it's leveraging the cloud. And so as far as you know, how data and storage are managed and services delivered, and it's an easy way to kind of manage the, the business model side of things. Um, so the conference in particular are for companies that are at a real um, sweet spot, if you will, um, in their growth trajectory. So they're, you know, they're well in market, they have yep. a good sized customer base, they're probably somewhere in the vicinity of like, you know, five to 25 mil ARR, uh, which is annual recurring revenues type of thing. And now they're really trying to, they need to grow their teams, they need to grow their marketing Im impact, they need to grow their sales engine, they need to likely, um, you know, uh, have access to more capital so that they can expand um, globally. So, so as those companies have really, they've really proven out their product market fit, they've got great traction, and now they really need to get to that next level. And because things in tech tend to move very quickly, the opportunity to kind of learn how to do that, learn those best practices from companies that have kind of walked that path before them is what SAS North offers companies that are at that stage of scaling up. Now, would this event also sort of cater to a startup or someone kind of thinking of getting into that space? Um, it's designed less so for folks that are um, thinking about starting companies and more for people that are well in companies. And it's a very tactical um, learning opportunity to, to figure out how to grow. So how do you become the next Shopify or how do you become the next Slack or, gotcha. Calendly or that type of thing? Now, we certainly do have some earlier stage companies that join us. Yeah. Um, we actually do a big, um, our pitch fest, a big pitch competition. Amazing. Um, that we run, and so this year there's like twenty thousand dollars in in prizes, ten grand in cash, and, and ten in a in a uh, video in kind service, um, and that's become an opportunity for us to invite in some of these earlier stage companies that really want to you know make an impact and get in front of an influential um, market, if you will. And we also have a number of growth partners, so some of the accelerators or incubators across the country that are working with earlier stage companies to help them with their growth plans. Um, and we work with those organizations closely and they invite you know, a select group of their companies to join the conference. So there is a small percentage that are more on the startup phase, but for the most part, they're scaling up. That's amazing. And what type of speakers, like who, who are the people kind of delivering, who are people showing up for, so to speak? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> it's we not me, everyone, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, we have some some super exciting speakers um, joining us this year. Um, so as far as you know, maybe um, you know, uh, starting with maybe a company that folks would recognize. So Mike McDermott is the CEO and co-founder of FreshBooks. Oh wow! So if you run any kind yeah. of like you know small business and you need a, a, a billing solution um, or a, a bookkeeping solution, um, so you probably recognize FreshBooks. And so we're super excited to have. Um, Mike McDermott on um, the main stage. Um, another, um, perhaps, uh, I guess, known entity, if you will, 
um, would be Michelle Romano. Um, she's actually the president and co-founder of a company called ClearBank, but people would probably know her as a dragon. She's also a current dragon. Yeah, on dragon I recognize the name. Yep. Yes, and she's definitely a force to be reckoned with, and she's going to be joining us um, as a, a keynote as well um, in a moderated discussion with Sean Silkoff, who's um, a well-known um, reporter and um, award-winning author from the Globe and Mail. Um, so those would be a couple of examples. But, I mean, again, names that people would be familiar with. So um, uh, Shopify, of course, I mentioned. Yep. Um, SurveyMonkey, I yep. mentioned. Um, for those that might be familiar with Oculus VR, which was acquired by by Facebook um, a few years back, um, you know that we've got an individual that's going to be joining us from there. Um, Microsoft, um, Oracle. Um, just thinking of uh, um, uh, Ceridian, who some of you may be familiar with from many years ago when they were like the the payroll company. Yeah, yeah. Um, they since yeah evolved into um, uh, an amazing um, SaaS-based HR organization. Um, they're going to be joining us. Um, so anyways, lots of pretty phenomenal um, people from uh, um, not just Canada, but certainly some, some pretty big names from Canada um, are joining us this year. How long does it take to prepare for an event like this? Just so people know, like how but much I would be giving away my trade secrets, <laughs> <laughs> like ballpark. Um, well, this I mean, this event is definitely, um, you know, nine months in planning. Um, but really, there's there's things that there's things that are happening right now as we prepare to get ready for, you know, year five, if you will. But yeah. we'll probably kick things into gear about, you know, nine months out. Um, so, yes, I mean, it's it's a very. You know, it's a it's a two day event. We have a um, hundred plus speakers, forty four sessions, I believe it is. Um, you know, well over you know fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred people that are going to be joining us. So there's a lot of moving parts, and so you know you want to make sure you give yourself the runway to ensure that all those pieces come together smoothly. And um, you know, again, some of the speakers that I had. Um, you know, uh, mentioned as an example, have a very busy schedules. So we need to get into their of calendar um, pretty early on in order to ensure that their, uh, their, their schedules line up and they can join us. What's the most difficult part of putting together an event of this size and this magnitude? Like what's the, what's the headache on your board, so to speak? Oh, um, well, I wouldn't, I mean, so the team here at Cube is a phenomenal team. Yep. And they're absolutely built to operate at a very high-functioning level, and they're very detail-oriented. Um, and they project manage and time manage incredibly well. So I, I really – there aren't really a lot of big challenges that either are big challenges or can't be somehow addressed because – that's how the team is, is, is built to do that. So everybody has their hat, but they also wear multiple hats. And so that really helps us sort of mitigate any major challenges or things falling through the cracks. Um, you know, there's a, I guess, as far as the moving parts are concerned, you know, we've got lots of stakeholders to look after. Yep. We're very fortunate that we have such tremendous um, support from various 
partners and sponsors. And so, you know, we work very hard to ensure that they're getting from us, you know, exactly what it is that, that they need. Um, and we, we really do prioritize that as something that's of high importance. Um, you know, we work with a lot of schedules and whatnot. I mean, you know, we've got, as I mentioned, 44 plus sessions and yep. many of them are being delivered by small groups. And so you need to kind of coordinate schedules to get all the kind of preparation pieces together. So I wouldn't say that they're, you know, headaches. They're just kind of part of the, of the rigor of putting on an event like this. But I think that when you have a team that just kind of, you know, has the, the cadence and the discipline and the structure that all those pieces, you know, come together and, you know, we, we have a lot of fun and, you know, you, you, now and again, you get kind of thrown a crazy curveball. but I don't think that there's anything that we haven't seen or dealt with. And in fact, you know, <laughs> fingers crossed, this is not necessarily the case for this <laughs> year, but, um, I think it was year two of SAS North. There was a huge, um, fog, um, situation. <laughs> of in Ottawa, course. <laughs> and so it prevented speakers who were on planes landing and oh, so it you had to yeah anyways that was fortunately was not my um my situation to deal with but i think about that all the time and that's my <laughs> benchmark of like if you if you think something's a little challenging just imagine what it was like for that person that all of a sudden had to like figure out how they were going to bring in some substitute speakers at not even at the 11th hour they're they're well into the the conference at this point um but i do think and I wholeheartedly believe it's like anything, you know, you go through those kinds of, you know, um, challenges, if you will, and you take away, you know, key learnings and, you know, you band together as a team and you make, you know, the best out of the situation. And I don't even know that the conference attendees from that year necessarily noticed that there was things going sideways. So, yeah, I'm sure game, you, I'm sure, face all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you sympathize with the people who, work tirelessly to put together those golf tournaments in the summer and then it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Like that. <laughs> no doubt. So first of all, how big is your team? How big is the team there? Um, the team here is 10 people. And then we wow. do, you know, with a few contractors and whatnot, but yep. uh, we do about 10 events a year. So um, the team is definitely operating at, uh, you know, pretty solid capacity all year round. When it started four years ago, how big was the team? How many events were they doing? Was it just one event? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked. Um, this is a great story. So I'm going to speak on behalf of our, of our co-founders awesome. here. Um, so Mark Stevenson and Dave Tildesley are the co-founders of Q Business Media. They are um, phenomenal. They actually have been in the event and conference space for a long time. They've run some pretty, um, pretty major um, conferences and, and trade shows and, and productions and whatnot over the years. And they actually, their small company was acquired, and then that company was acquired again. And so they had gone through this kind of like transition process themselves. Um, and when they had an opportunity to then kind of launch their own venture, they loved conferences and trade shows, and they really looked around to identify where was their opportunities that they could kind of bring in this, I guess, their desire for, you know, building um, communities through content and helping to make connections. Mm -hmm. And so that, I guess, kind of, you know, mission and vision, if you will, is what enabled them to launch the first conference program, which was the Business Transitions Forum. And as I mentioned, that is about... Um, non-tech companies and, and what their transition strategy is going to be. At some point, you're going to 
want to sell or exit your company if you've been running it for you know 20, 25 years type of thing. And so they started with the business transitions forum because it was very closely aligned with some of their own experiences of having gone through a transition themselves. And so they were kind of uniquely, um, I guess, positioned, if you will, to build something that they also knew a lot about. And so from that point onwards, every conference and program is something that we've built from the ground up. We don't take we're not an event management agency we don't take on other people's companies we we do all the groundwork ourselves and 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 build build up um and so through that they started to make some great connections and actually were connected to um a group in ottawa elspark um and elspark is um a large SaaS accelerator that is based in ottawa and they're part of you know wesley clover and mitel and you know the canada north um business park there that's all kind of okay. i guess sort of a family in a sense, if you will, but, um, you know, much like, you know, sort of rim in Waterloo, um, a lot of very deep, deep, deep technology roots have happened there. So Elspark is kind of came out of that and they had this idea of wanting to do some kind of, you know, SAS conference, but that events at conferences wasn't their expertise. They are, um, the program, uh, developers for, um, for uh, SaaS companies, not technical programmers, but you know, business marketing programming, that type of thing. And so in any event, Elspark was connected with Cube and together they co-founded SaaS North. Um, and that's kind of the story of SaaS North. And then as I noted with the um, other tech program that we do, Tech Exit, that kind of came out of SaaS North and the Business Transitions Forum. And then kind of the, the Tech Exit one was born. And um, we're just about we're going into year three here in Vancouver and we're launching the inaugural one in Toronto this year. And so it's what's great is when we kind of see this like, I guess, cross pollination of you, if you will, of like, you know, content and opportunities across all the programs. And I've, I definitely can see this year so much of that is really gelling very nicely. So um, I think that contributes to the strength of the programs and you know how the team really comes together across all the things that we do. That's awesome. So year four, what do you envision this event being year 10? Like, like I know probably you have a vision and, and as a team, you guys have a vision for where you want to take the company and specifically where you want to take SAS North. Where do you, where do you guys see yourselves? Well, it's hard to predict the future. Um, so, you know, every year for SAS North, we we identify a theme. And so this year, the theme is the playbook for scaling your SaaS company. And the idea is, is that we aim to identify what are the day-to-day challenges that SaaS companies are facing, that we can help solve those challenges in an event forum, if you will, where there's content and connections and community, like I mentioned before, that can help companies, you know, not just survive, but actually thrive. And so I think that as we move into the future, that the conference, again, is really going to be in tune with what the um, the industry or the, the community in the tech community in Canada really does need. It will always be reflective of that. And, you know, um, so many non-technology companies, if you will, are evolving into technology companies. I think that one of the things that we're going to see for sure over the next few years is a lot of these, um, I guess, more 
well, so I used Ceridian as an example. Yeah. They were not a technology company, and now they're a technology company, and they're a big you know, supporter in a lot of the things that we do. So I think that we're going to see a lot more of that. And as these companies are evolving into the next iteration of what they need to do as a business and how they're leveraging technology, that the conference is really going to reflect that. And I think it's going to get larger and not just be about tech companies, but I think companies as a larger scope and how are they, um, you know, managing challenges and being growth oriented. And what you often see with some of the large enterprise organizations is they're especially interested in some of the smaller innovators because that's where they get a lot of their innovation from. And so I think that for SAS North, um, we've always done and we always will continue to kind of create these like collisions, if you will, these connections where um, there's a bit of a, a supply demand or, you know, as industries kind of, you know, consolidate, roll up, that type of thing. Um, you have companies that are looking to partner with other companies. You even see things like Shopify, um, as an example, you know, there's a whole app ecosystem where there are companies that are developing applications specifically for Shopify and Shopify um, users, if you will. Yeah. And I think that we're going to see more of the, they call that like platform as a service. You're going to see more of these kinds of evolutions. And so I think that SAS North will just sort of continue to sort of embody that, if you will. You know, I love what you said there, because I think so many of us, we look at, you know, to get lessons from the big, you know, top entrepreneurs and top companies out there. And there are so much you can learn from from the startups, from the innovation they create to what they're trying to do. Like, so many of us just disregard that. Do you find that as well? Just because, you know, they haven't made it. So we're not focused on them. I, I, sorry, can you just repeat it? I wasn't too sure what you were looking for me to answer on that. <laughs> no. Do you see that, you know, a lot of us, we just look at the top companies, like even as entrepreneurs or whether you're in a SaaS company or whatever company, we look at the top in the world and we almost disregard the startups, but there's so much we can learn from people who are innovative, who are doing things new and exciting. Yes. I mean, I think, um, I think that's an interesting question and I actually think, well, a little anecdote I'll share with you. My mom, forever, no idea what it is that I do. And as I've been an entrepreneur and working with startups, she's usually like, how come you just don't go out and get a real job kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you may have heard that kind of thing before. Anyways, and now and now she's like, oh, and she's got an iPad and she's got a, you know, a, an Apple Watch and she's got all these gadgets and, you know, um, she she has a, she's, has a much better understanding of, you know, what I do in terms of, any of you know the conference type of things that I do because the world is evolving, right? And so if you think about kind of the exponential growth of the, you know, the iPhone and and what it, how it's like the technology revolution has been like the industrial revolution, right? Ten years ago, I I was thinking about something I was doing ten years ago, and I'm like, I wish I had iPhone pictures for that, but I don't because yeah. it didn't exist. You know what I mean? Yep. And so I think I think that how people kind of understand innovation and in startups, it's somewhat evolving. I guess in different ways, it's becoming legitimized. And so people are kind of waiting for the next Facebook or the next Google or that type of thing. So I don't know, I don't know that it's fair to say that we only see what's at the top, but at the same time, we only see 
we only see what we want to see and we only see what's being made, you know, visible, right? And so um, I think that I think that, you know, as innovators continue to leverage PR um, and smart marketing campaigns and connect with events, not just SAS North, but there's other really great events that are out there to raise their profile, then they then the stories get amplified. And the more people that can read about it or hear about it, like our podcast conversation today, then the more people are going to be engaged. And I think that starts to, you know, kind of change the, the, the face of things. But at the same time, yes, people will probably, you know, continue to recognize the brand, you know, they'll always recognize the Starbucks logo type of thing. Maybe they don't recognize, I'm going to just use a, you know, whatever Vancouver or, or um, you know, example of a, of a smaller coffee shop, yeah. you know, if you will, um, like one I live on in the in East Van on Commercial Drive and we have all these independent coffee shops. So, you know, yes, there's kind of going to be that sort of pull, if you will. Um, but I firmly believe that, you know, marketers and PR and, and, and conferences and whatnot, um, we're we're part of making that change. 100%. It's, it's all about paying attention. Like uh, even, you know, from someone you're trying to learn, you're trying to get better, whether you're a business or a person, it, it's all about being able to open your eyes and seeing that, that, you know, you can learn from every situation, from every business, just because the business is starting, what are they doing well? You know, what can they right. work on? Because you can always take something from it. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny. I think that people, you know, you don't even, you know, so you, the setup of our conversation today using Calendly, right? Yeah. I, I, there's hundreds and thousands of people that use Calendly and it, they probably haven't thought, Calendly, where did they come from? You know, <laughs> but they're, <laughs> they're a SaaS company. Um, their their uh, founder and CEO um, was on the main stage at SAS North last year. And in fact, what he talked specifically about was what's called product-led growth. So companies like Calendly or Slack, they're not really spending money on, you know, marketing, traditional yeah. marketing as we know it per se. They're growing by you sending me a Calendly invite. And now I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to download because I'm actually that's starting so, to use the product. That's how I got into it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. using the product because you made me use the product. Yes. And now I'm a user of the product before I even realize it and, you know, so on and so forth. And, and Slack is, is the same kind of thing. So um, so it's kind of happening all around. You know, and again, you, people are using filters on Instagram. And, you know, you, we, we're engaging with a lot of these, you know, innovators and earlier stage companies, if you will, before we, we, that's just not how we're thinking about it. We're just going about our daily lives and, you know, somebody's solved a problem for us and we're just, you know, it's like the concept of singularity, right? And so as you're walking through space and time, it's amazing how much your mobile device, if you will, is connecting you with so many things that are seamless. I can buy my Starbucks coffee, coffee with my, you know, Apple watch type of thing, right? You know, like, that's amazing. Well, if people wanted to to learn more about SAS North, um, get in touch with with you, go to the conference. Where's everyone? Where, where's the best place everyone can go? Well, um, our website, so sasnorth.com, so s a a s n o r t h dot com, um, and all of our uh, speakers and agenda, and we've got lots of super fun things that are going on with the event as well. Um, I do have a little. Um, 
discount code um, for listeners. um, If I'm able to share that with you. Go for it. Let's do it. Super easy. If you go to sassnorth.com and then when you go to register to buy your ticket, your promo code would be dailygrind25. Beautiful. So that's 25% off our um, our tickets. And anyways. What's the average lastly, ticket price just for reference? The average ticket price is $1,000. Got So that's 250 bucks off. Like that's a big discount. Yeah. It's a big discount. Yeah. It's well, it's well worth it. And you know, one of the wonderful things about actually having the conference in Ottawa versus, you know, larger centers where people can escape and go back to their office. You're in Ottawa. We're all together. Yeah. And, um, we're in the Shaw Center and um, we have lots of great, you know, happy hours and networking. And so there's just a great opportunity to connect with people and kind of get out of your office for a few days. That's awesome. Everyone, that is Daily Grind 25 for your discount code. I'll share all these links in the show notes section of the page to make it super simple. And uh, now, Michelle, the way we end the show here on the Daily Grind is we're going to give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with the audience a thought of the day. So one thing or one thought we can all go home with today? Oh, well, I think one of the things that I have been um, thinking a lot about lately is, um, I guess it's sort of twofold, making an impact, wanting to be a, a change maker is always something that's really important, which is why I've really been enjoying what I've been doing. But it's very easy to get caught up in wanting to boil the ocean and wanting to do all the things all the time, all at once. And um, I think that as we put together these, you know, big conferences and whatnot, we cannot always do all the things we want to do. And so we have to kind of focus more and not boil the ocean, but there's always next year to do more stuff. I love that. Well, Michelle, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule for coming on here, talking about you, the company, SAS North, and sharing your wisdom with the audience today. Well, Colin, thank you again so much um, for having me on the show. It was a a real pleasure uh, chatting with you, and I hope that we can connect again. Absolutely. Everyone, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure you hit that subscribe button. Drop us a comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Also, share this out with a friend. We'll be back with another amazing episode. Until then, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. <laughs>